0: Welcome to the Enneagram One Project Podcast with your host, Dominic Vandal, where ones come to learn mindset tools and embodiment techniques to reduce frustrations, quiet their inner critic, and live a most expansive life. If you're ready to make your unique oneness your superpower, then this is the show for you. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Enneagram One Project Podcast, episode 15, Become a Fan of the Unplanned. I just had the best experience ever this last week, and I think I owe it in part to becoming a fan of the unplanned. Yes, even as a perfectionist, even as an Enneagram One, it is possible to lean into the unexpected. I'm not saying you need to run into the discomfort, but you may want to consider opening up to the possibility that something wonderful, bigger, better, or just simply more interesting might happen in the unplanned moments. And that is really worth intentionally soothing your nervous system and the drama that your brain will present to you to keep you safe. Because remember, your brain wants to keep you safe At all cost, and that oftentimes means not making space for the new or the unexpected. In today's episode, I will share why becoming a fan of the unplanned is expansive for us ones, and also where to even begin if it sounds like something you'd like to do as well. Now, for me, I didn't have a roadmap or framework that actually sounds counter to the point to have a structure to help you become a fan of the unplanned. I'll just say here that I don't think you need to put yourself in complete discomfort to create small but impactful shifts in your life. If a plan helps you to open up to the unplanned because you see it as a cushion or a bit of a safety in this unknown journey, then I'm all for it. As I said, I really wasn't striving for this at all in my life, but it dawned on me this last week. That many of the goals I had set for myself made room for this beautiful byproduct. And honestly, it's liberating and makes unforeseen obstacles so much easier for me to handle. Here's how I became aware of this shift for me I was just at a conference for the coaching school where I certified, and it was the absolutely most pleasant experience for me. And I was shocked. Because at some point in my adult life, I developed social anxiety, anxiety of crowds, and nothing, like none of it popped up in my brain. I really had a blast. I made very few plans for this event slash holiday, not on purpose, mostly because I didn't make the time to do it before leaving and it wasn't a problem. In the past, I would have planned most of the day's activities, especially where I'd be eating, um, all of the things. But not this time. When my friend asked Tuesday night if I wanted to go for a hike Wednesday morning, I I was ready to say no, I don't do hikes. And in fact, in my head, I kind of had already said no. So the next day, she asks me again on Wednesday morning. And instead, I asked myself, what would be the gain? And if that gain would outweigh my concerns. And it did. Now, there was a little back and forth. It's not as if I magically said yes to all of the things, but I figured, hey, why not? I didn't have the right outfit, the right shoes, the right equipment, but we made it work. I made it work. I chose to calm my brain a lot at the beginning as I was getting ready to go on this hike because it really thought I was headed for disaster. I mean, it offered it all. Dom, you're going to get hurt on this trail you do not hike. You're so out of shape. You won't be able to keep up. You'll slow her down. You don't want to slow her down. I mean, it really threw everything at me. To each, I responded with, yes, that might happen, and I'll be fine even if it does. What? That is not a sentence I would have said in the past. I knew there was no way I'd be able to pretend to be good at this zero way so i wasn't afraid that i'd be found out for being not that good i chose to calm myself be vulnerable with my friend tell her what i believed to be my truth i told her i was all in if she was okay with maybe having to go slower than her usual so so freeing here's me no fluff take it or leave it I'll be fine either way. So I went on a hike. I supported myself however I could before by choosing mismatched clothing that would keep me physically comfortable, but mostly calming my brain when it offered one of those thoughts, the ones I said before, like, I can't do it. You can't do it. You're going to get hurt. I had so much fun. I enjoyed company from two of my dearest friends. I moved my body more than I had in some time, and it felt great. My body let me know when it was too much and I listened. And it also told me that it could still do a lot more than I gave it credit for. And I listened. I wouldn't have had this level of connection with these two ladies. And I wouldn't have had this experience of my body if I had refused to do something unplanned. Becoming a fan of the unplanned is so good for us perfectionists because we get to develop trust in ourselves. What happens is that we can't overthink for once. We can't overthink on the event or the situation. And if we have the tools to notice the brain's attempts at keeping us safe by trying to scare us, then we can soothe it. When your brain tries to keep you safe, it will offer very reasonable ideas and thoughts. It will often seem to you that you are being smart, and wise, and discerning. More often than not, Those are actually limiting beliefs. They limit you from going after your next expansion or just new experiences. These unplanned experiences allow us to practice the skill of letting go of what we can't control. Those are all the things that scare us, aren't they? We can't control how others see us. We can't control how an event will unfold. We can't control what's outside of us which is why we hold on so tightly to showing up perfectly. It's a false sense of security. If there's nothing I didn't plan for, nothing I do incorrectly, then others can't cast me out. Talk about me. And if there's nothing that happens that I didn't plan, technically, I control all of it. It's not true. It's downright exhausting, for instance. Some of the things I couldn't control include the weather, how much my body would sweat, if my friends who would never met before would get along, if the terrain became too hard for me. I'm being totally honest with you because if all of these things came to my mind, I imagine some of them would be concerns for you, or at least some of you. In the past, I would have obsessed over all of these possible issues, finding ways to micromanage. This time, I let them go. What I could control, and control is a much harsher term than what I want to use here. It's more like what I could decide on and follow through with. And what that was for me here was my experience of whatever happened. Control implies that I might force myself to believe something I I didn't believe. And that's just not something I'm in for. I did decide I would find ways to enjoy myself check in with my body, and connect with my friends. I absolutely followed through on each of those, and my experience was really great. The outcome of not having the chance to overthink and letting go of what you can control is deeper self-trust. Things will happen that you didn't anticipate, and you will surprise yourself at how well you can manage and maybe even have more fun with whatever comes your way that was unplanned. The more you make room for this to be a possibility, the more often you show yourself how deeply capable you are. Not as a facade, but really, truly and completely. This brings me to where you could start in order to plan for becoming a fan of the unplanned. First, you want to see what your brain does naturally, and work with it, not against it. What I shared with you today is where my brain typically goes when it tries to keep me safe. Yours might go there as well, but it might go somewhere entirely different. What is that for you? What limiting beliefs will it flood your head with in order to keep you safe? For some of you, it might be highly focused on making sure you are physically safe. Or that you stay within your group. Or it's super focused on what others think of you. Just start taking notes. Whenever you go do something unplanned, what does your very smart brain start to think about? That's going to be your hint. You want to work with that. You want to anticipate that. Second, start small by putting yourself in situations on purpose. The mini-steps. In order to build a bit of comfort for the unplanned, you need to start going toward it. I recommend doing it in small doses as you build your capacity to be in those moments and situations. You can do this in so many ways. You can, for instance, ask friends to invite you to do something that's already predetermined, but yet not knowing when they'd ask you to go. So see what I did there? Not every single aspect needs to be unplanned. Start with an aspect at a time if you have to. It's just like a muscle. You will grow it by doing it. And third, remember you can do whatever you want. Stop the experiment or get out the room. That's okay. This is really key because there's no medal for doing the plan perfectly. That's not an actual thing. You are giving consent to yourself to do this experiment and... We can take back consent at any time. Just to give you an example, at this conference that I mentioned earlier, it was in the US and I was coming from Canada. I had no idea what to expect in terms of COVID safety measures. The organizers had certain measures in place, but it was at a hotel. So honestly, I had no idea what other people might do. So I gave myself permission. To leave at any time if I no longer felt safe. Sounds a little bit like, uh, of course, you always have permission, Dom. But I will tell you this. As a student, I've always been the student that goes somewhere, goes to a class, sits down, and doesn't move practically an inch until it's over. And so for me to give myself permission to move out of a situation if I didn't feel safe, it's actually a big step. So, I'm offering it to you. And it's really always available to you, even if you are working toward a goal such as becoming a fan of the unplanned. I really love being able to help perfectionists build that self-trust and help drop that shame of not living up to perfection. Becoming a fan of the unplanned is such a fun and light way to do that. I do hope that this discussion sparked some ideas. Maybe even some goals and projects that you could incorporate becoming a fan of the unplanned into? I am having a blast using small and big projects to be more of myself, deepen my self-trust, and take up space in this world. If that sounds like something you'd like for yourself as well, then you'll want to check out the Work With Me tab on my website you'll find everything you need to schedule your first call with me over at dominicvandal.com slash links. That's D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-V-A-N-D-A-L dot com slash links, L-I-N-K-S. There, you can select the Work With Me tab. Super simple. Until next time, love to each and everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Enneagram One Project Podcast, your go-to podcast for all things one. Now, if you're wanting to integrate what you're learning here and be supported by your very own personal Enneagram One Life Coach, then I invite you to head over to my website, dominicvandal.com, D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-V-A-N-D-A-L. Look at the very top of the page for the Work With Me tab. I'd love to be the one in your corner, helping you to navigate your oneness. Let's make it your superpower.